It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another Forever Arsenal podcast. We are back after that Liverpool game and it didn't go exactly the way we had wanted it, but we're here to discuss it. And we'll preview the West Ham game upcoming this Sunday as well. Predictions, all of that. Make sure you hit the like button. Let's get up to a thousand likes as usual because it's become the norm now. Thousand likes, lots of comments, things we love to see. And we'll do comments of the day at the end as well. Big up Jordan, big up Lee out there on holiday and big up James as well. And yeah, I mean, like I said, the result didn't go exactly as we had planned. It's, it's a weird one. I'll kick things off because after the game, I feel like we should have won it. But at the same time, I feel like we could have lost it. So I, it, I, I was very frustrated, very disappointed. Going 2 0 up and not seeing it out. Yeah, it, it, it did frustrate me. It did disappoint me. It, it, but at the same time, when you look at the way the game ended and you look at the amount of saves Ramsdale had to make in the second half, coming out as man of the match, in my opinion, I think he was a lot of people's man of the match. We escaped with a point. So it's it's a weird one to digest, really. And, and you know, Turkish. Of all in all the years that you've started this podcast with, how's it going, people? This is the only. This is the one and only time I'm actually like, how is it going? Like, how is everyone on this podcast? Like, do you know what I mean? Normally, I know. Normally, mm. okay, we all know how we feel. I I genuinely, I mean, have a feeling from the WhatsApp group, and and I was obviously with you, Turkish, and I've seen you, but I'm really curious. Having everyone slept on it, digested it all. Like, how is everyone actually feeling right now about this? He's laughing. I think I think he's masking the pain right now. Lee, let's start with you, because we usually start with you as you're the regular attendee of games. Obviously, you didn't go to this one because <laughs> you're out there enjoying yourself. Um, but I, I know you didn't enjoy um, that result Sunday afternoon. Nah, I, I'm going to be honest. Mixed reactions, mixed all, all through, really. Going to say now... Um, I thought in the first 40 minutes, I'm looking at it and going, Arsenal, what's the team? I'm proud of this team. I honestly turned around and cast, you know what I mean? I turned around and said, this could be three or four. That's how good we was playing. Shot ourselves in the foot. Um, and then at the end of it, we're hanging on. 
I've got to say they're hanging on. You know, Ramsdale's made two un unbelievable saves. Again, we've said it time and time again, too many chances we're letting other teams have. How many chances did we let Liverpool have? And they were, I I'm going to say it now, I, I didn't think Liverpool were that good. I think they were there for the taking. I think it's a massive blow to us. I really do. But we got away with it, you know what I mean? Could have easier lost that game in the end. I think if we lost that game, the title was over. I'm going to be really honest. But the point keeps us uh, in it. Frustration, relief, all the emotions of a game of football afterwards. I've slept on it and I'm still peeved a little bit. I, I think at the end of the day, they were there for the taking and we didn't take that opportunity at the end of it. Like, you know, you can say a lot of things referee again you know what i mean that oh why are we still having this referee refereeing our games after the diabolical penalty you give at white art lane last season the, uh, it's never a penalty in my eyes you know what i mean like jossa plays for it and if it is a penalty then why does he give the one on shaka which um would have stopped stopped <clears throat> the incident with trent it would have then give us the free kick going into the box and they probably wouldn't have broken scored you know what I mean? But I just... Uh, and the Ben White tackle. You know, he books him for that and then like, kind of does exactly the same thing ten times worse. Nothing. I just... I'm fed up with it now. I'm fed up with, like, looking at referees and, and, and in, in, in particular. But in saying that, you know, we they missed the penalty. I thought in the second half, guys, I was very disappointed with the way we come out as well. I, I felt we could give it to them as well. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. The substitutions were... Um, <laughs> baffling if I'll be honest I honestly think you know when we're 2-1 up you know does do we need Shinchenko going into the midfield do we need him doing that I think if you're going to bring on players to defend then play on put 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 Tierney on and defend I think when Tierney come on he, we, we, we uh, tightened up a little bit but all in all listen I'm I'm disappointed we didn't win the game because you're 2 nil up but we 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 played really really well at times and and, and defended a bit poorly. Saliba's going to be a massive list, uh, miss for us now. I don't know what's going on there. I, I really don't. But all in all, look, listen, you, you take a point at Anfield on most days. I'm I'm not having all this. Uh, the crowd won and the game and all that. Like you know, it was a poor goal to give away. I know that um, him up there, like the one that don't follow. He um he, he uh he's got something to say about our Mr. Shaka, but I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Like you know what I mean? Um, we we should we should defend a little bit better than that. And and do you know what? I felt that right at the end, Gavi should have made a, a better pass than what he does, and we're in. Uh, yeah. And and if we'd have won that three two, you know what I mean? We'd all been going mad. But listen, I I think at the end of the day, we could look back at this game with a massive positive or, or or we look at it as the one that got away and that's what cost us. That's how I, I look at it really, guys. Jordan, before you go all in on on what has become the main subject matter out of that out of that game, you know, we all know what it is. I, I want you to give us, as James said, your your initial thoughts post game. What did you feel like it was two points dropped? Because that's what I said in my fan cam and a lot of people were saying, you know, considering the way Liverpool dominated us in the second half and the matter saved Ramsey had to make we're lucky to get out of there with a point how did it feel to you when the referee blew the full-time whistle um well I think this is going to be hasn't happened for a while Turkish but I think I'm going to probably I probably disagree 
with pretty much the the whole fan base on pretty much every point of the match. How did I feel? It's two points dropped. It's two points dropped. Um, I I was fuming. I was really angry and disappointed. I was angry and disappointed because whilst the one thing I probably do agree with Leon is that we could have lost it. By the end of it, you know, Liverpool threw the Alamo and it was, we could have lost that game, of course. Liverpool put it on us. But it's two points dropped because we are in a title race to win a Premier League title. It's so hard to win a Premier League title and it's made harder by the fact that we are doing it not with the Manchester United of the 90s or the Chelsea of the early noughties. We're doing it against arguably the greatest Premier League team of all time. We're doing it against a side that are basically saying, and I have said for the past four or five years, if you want to win this Premier League title, you have to be perfect. Even when you're perfect, as Liverpool experienced getting 99 points, you still might not win it. So the margins of error are so, so small. 40 minutes. First of all, I think people say it was a brilliant 40 minutes. I heard Flex this morning on the um, on the review show on DR Sports, brilliant show by the way. He made a good point. I don't think Arsenal were amazing. I thought we were in second gear. I thought it was more about Liverpool being absolutely dog, and that makes me even more angry, Turkish, because when you're going against a team that are making you be perfect, when you ch- when your foot is on the neck, you have to cut the throat. You have to cut the throat. And at 2-0, we are killing them without even being, in my opinion, that good. We were good. But if you're asking me for to rank our best away performances this season, it's not in our top five. I thought Spurs away were better. Bournemouth away, better. United away, we lost, we were better. Um, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea away, we were better. Um, what other games? Brentford. Villa away, Brentford, Brentford for sure. So people talking about, oh, Arsenal were amazing, we were great. I think it was more about Liverpool being absolutely in disarray, but whatever. At 2-0 up, I'm, I'm at work watching the game, saying to everyone or my colleagues, kill the game. Kill the game. We'll get to he who I shan't name in, 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 in a moment, I'm sure. But at that point, if you're going for a title and you have a team like Liverpool on the rack, you have to finish the game. And the mere fact that they were playing in second gear is almost a compliment and a criticism. It's a compliment because you're saying, well... You're beating Liverpool comfortably at 2-0 at Anfield and you're only in second gear. But it's a critique because you're thinking, what are you waiting for to kill this game? You wait for the second half? Do you think that, oh, we'll win it in the second half, it'll be okay? For me, kill the game, it's over. And they didn't do that. I'll, I'll get to why I'm really angry in a little bit. But for me, until question how I felt at the final whistle, I was fuming because it's two points dropped. And all I'm hearing is, it's a point gained. It's a point gained. Okay. Let's have that discussion in three weeks' time when we start, when it, when it really gets sticky and we look back on the Anfield game and say, yeah, we should have won that game. We should have won that game. So we'll who see. deserved to we'll win? See. Over the 90 minutes, who deserved to win? Over the 90 minutes, I think you could put a case to say that it was a 50-50. Liverpool had a four or five really good chances in the second half. We had a couple. Yeah, if we're on job, ones. James, and if we're on job in that first thirty-five minutes, James, it's three-four nil. It's three-four nil. I hear so you. To your... go I hear you, but so, sorry, sorry, I interrupt you. But no, go, go, go. My... 
I am I, I'm sorry. I feel like it's too easy to say that. And the reason I say it, I get it, because I actually agree with you. I don't think we were scintillating in the first half. I thought we were very good. I thought the way we managed it was brilliant. Was brilliant. But the one thing about Arsenal, actually, and they've been doing this for the last three, four games, they've actually been, kind of done this away from home a lot, is they're quite reserved away. Like, the reason we've been praising the clean sheets is I don't think we are all-out attack like we are at home, for example. And I think when we are all-out attack, we concede more chances. And as good as we were, Robertson skies one. Well, no, not skies one, but misses the target. Really probably should have scored. And Salah was through on goal and could have scored as well. So there were warning shots there from Liverpool. So I don't blame Arsenal for not fully, fully going for it and then maybe getting caught out the other end. I do get what you mean. They were vulnerable. But even when they came into the game and we were on the back foot, they were vulnerable. They are vulnerable all game. I think my biggest frustration is when the openings were there, whether it were a 2-0 up when we were comfortable or 2-1 or hell at 2-2 in the last kick of the game, I'm annoyed we didn't take advantage of those openings more so than I'm annoyed at actually the way we approached it at 2-0. I can understand why we were a little with, withdrawn slightly because they are still a very talented team despite the season they're having. Do you think that was the reason, though, James, that it's because in the back of the players' minds, they know what Liverpool wore rather than that, that, just, that big moment that we're going to get into? It's just, the, it's just the nature of how Arsenal play away from home, I think. Fulham, everyone looks at Fulham, that 3-0, as a great performance. But, and I think we did highlight this, highlight this on the podcast, first 20 minutes, Arsenal didn't do anything. Then the offside goal. Then they score quite quickly after that. And then second half, actually Fulham had quite a few chances, but we had quite a few chances and the game was done 3-0 at half time. Like, I, I think Arsenal, the nature of Arsenal away from home is actually not to be like, you know, an XG of five point whatever and, and you know, forcing the keeper into hundreds of saves. I think we're more like that at home and we concede more chances. I think there's more... I want to say control, but that isn't what we had at Anfield. Far from it, actually, in the second half. But I, I don't think we fully put our foot on the gas away from what. Home. What I liked about the first half performance is we got the ball and started playing. We got hmm. the ball and when we started playing, um, I've been to Anfield for the last five or six games. It's been back to the wall from the, from the word go. What actually what we done was we got a footing in the game and started playing out and dictating the game to our our. Um, speed and what we wanted to do I thought that was impressive you know Liverpool were were poor I think we made them look poor I, I do think we scared them Jesus should have scored with an open goal you know um, before we did score but we hit them with two two blows that frightened them uh, when have you seen Van Dijk being beaten as easily as he, as he was in, in situations you know I, I'm going to be really honest about this and I, I think the problem we have is uh, after 60 minutes of that game, and forget about the goal that they scored not, Jesus has gone, physically gone. And mm. because of his tempo gone, the team drops. You know, we've got to get him fit for, for 70, 80 minutes because once he his tempo dropped, we, we couldn't get out of our own half and things started to, to unravel um, in, that, in that respect. But I, I was really, really impressed with the way we started and we got control of the game and, and we was knocking it back. Yes, they're going to have chances. But listen, all teams like, you know, Liverpool, I, I don't think are a great side. I've got to be honest with it when you look at that team. There. But they've still got players, individual players that can cause problems. They're front three, for instance. Um, 
So you've got to be wary of that, like, you know. And I also think that, you know, credit, credit for, we, we, we've got our best defender or, or one of our best defenders not playing. We've had to bring in Rob Alvin, and I thought done fairly well again. But even though that he's in that side and we've lost a little bit of um, our strength in, we still took the game to Liverpool, still got into it. And we got ourselves into a position um, for whatever way you want to be, way, way we looked at it and whatever, where we should go on and win the game. And that is a disappointment for me. Let's let's talk about that moment now, because um, like I mentioned before, you know, a, a lot of people are looking at the moment between Xhaka and Trent as the turning point. When you look at the numbers before that incident and after that incident in terms of Liverpool's opportunities, chances, shots, shots on target, etc. There is a massive change. Um Whilst doing the watch along, we we don't have the audio to know um, how much that played a part in lifting the crowd. I've also seen comments from Ian Wright mentioning that it doesn't take much to lift the Anfield crowd, so he doesn't dwell too much on on that moment from Xhaka. Um But let's head straight back over to Jordan, and and we'll all give our opinions on it because Jordan <coughs> in the WhatsApp group was the most vocal about that moment. Turkish, I'm I'm struggling to even understand what the debate is. I mean, it's it's quite clear that, as you said, the stats say Liverpool had a couple of chances before before that incident, but there was only one team dominating that game. I've been I've been so so um, praising, so um, complimentary of he who shan't be named this season. I think I was the only person out in my top three, a player Arsenal player of the season this year. I, I've completely been won around by him. This is the reason why I won't name his name. And you might say that's unfair because he's given us 18 months where he's been brilliant versus four years where he was, in my opinion, poor. But I expect my senior player on the pitch to really lead by example. I don't think I've ever heard Turkish and feel so quiet. I really don't. The place was was was, was like a library. They chat about hybrid. It was a library. And when that incident kicked off, the opposite. They only needed that little bit of uh, to to really get going. And again, on the same program that DR Sports this morning, I think Doyle made a really good point as well. He said the Liverpool fan base can accept if, if you're better than us, you're going to beat us. If you're better than us, if we lose, hands up. What we won't accept is you trying to uh, take the take liberties with one of our own. We won't have that. So if you're going to pick on any player, don't pick on the scouts player. Don't pick on the homegrown player. Don't give them an excuse to get behind the team. And as soon as that happened, they rose and the team then rose. So for people to say it's not nothing to do with he who shan't be named, I'm like, what game were you watching? There was a clear, distinct change in atmosphere, in energy. They were awful. They needed something. The crowd were getting nothing from the crowd got nothing from the team, so the crowd to get something to get the team going, and that was their something. Finally, I heard Rob saying on this morning on the show, um, on on the ratings last night. What was he supposed to do? That's exactly what you do. You're winning two nil. You've clearly rattled Trent. Say, Walk away, Jordan. Say that bit again because your audio went. Robbie said what? Robbie said, um, what does he expect um, he who shan't be named to do after Trent had fouled him? Should he just walk away? And I'm saying, yes, that 
exactly what you're supposed to do. You have the control. You're 2-0 up. He's clearly rattled. Why are you getting involved? Why are you getting involved? You and Holding are the two players that have been to Anfield when we've been slapped over the last five, six, seven years. You were both probably in the team or in the squad last year when you saw what Arteta did. Why are you getting involved? That's what they needed as a powder keg to get going. And for me, that was the, that was the catalyst for them to get going. So I, it may be unfair to blame the entire result on he shan't be named, but I'm blaming him for the turning point because there was no need. They go in at 2-1, their tails are up, the place is loud. They're like, right, we're back in this, boys. The crowd are loud. You can't be any worse. Go out there and give the crowd something to play for, something to shout for, sorry. So for me, I'm like, what is the debate? It was clearly a turning point, And I put a lot of responsibility on that result on him. Turkish? Yeah. Oh, so now go on. Actually, I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts because I know yesterday you, you didn't put as much on him. Curious now. Yeah, I mean, yesterday during the game, I just, I, I just wanted us to, to remain focused, and and I, I wanted us to, to, I wanted to see whether we could use that moment to our own advantage. Because at the end of the day, this Anfield is special, but we're headed in a direction where Champions League football is returning, and you're gonna, we're gonna have massive away nights in in massive European stadiums who have got as much heritage as as this Liverpool team. And I just think to myself, I said it on the watch along. If I'm playing football, Saturday league, Sunday league, um, and one of my teammates gets into an altercation like that, that would spur me on more to, to, to beat them. That would spur me on more to shut them up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But maybe the age of the squad comes into play and, and maybe, you know, I, 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 because looking back now, I do put more on that incident. I don't put it all on that incident because I just feel like this team needs to use those moments for ourselves rather than looking back at it and looking at those moments and saying that's where it all collapsed. I think the crucial thing is Turkish because you just worded it really well. We'll, we'll can Arsenal use that to focus themselves? But it it wasn't really going to have any effect on Arsenal. They were focused. They were we playing were really focused. well. They, yeah. they were doing their job. The only people who could benefit from that were Liverpool. And it focused them. Now, here's my thing. I think two things could be true. And uh, on Lee's favourite show, Tactical Insight, Graham and I wanted to make sure that we looked at the actual goal to understand where it went wrong, forget just going, oh, Xhaka fouled Trent and then Liverpool scored. Unbelievable. You know, we wanted to actually look at the goal. And if you look at it, Arsenal man-marked all over the pitch, everywhere. It was individual battles. Gabriel on Salah, uh, Zinchenko on Henderson because he came inside. And then because Trent was inverting, it meant Xhaka was 
marking Trent often. He was pressing onto him. So that's how the first altercation happened. But when you look at the goal, because Arsenal don't win their individual battles and duels, which they had done all game, it meant that they played through. And when you look at the back four, that's then defending the cross when it comes in, it's holding at right back. It's Zinchenko at centre back. It's Gabriel at left back. White and Jacker haven't even got back into the back line yet because the man marking had been completely pulled apart. So I think there's a tactical side that was exploited by Liverpool. They did really well. Now, did they exploit it and have that extra bit of energy and focus because of what Xhaka did? Maybe. And where I am with Jordan is, I see it as more a complete unnecessary. What was Xhaka doing it for? We had them in the palm of our hands. Just ball in your in your penalty area or miles from our goal. We're pressing. We're controlled. You've had a few chances. Ramsdale and Gabriel were going down to buy ourselves a little bit of time to regroup after those chances. Clever, smart, clever, lovely, tactically brilliant, managing the game brilliantly. And then we did that. And my thing is, people are going, oh, it didn't affect the game. That's cool. Maybe it didn't. But my thing is, why do it? Why do it anyway? Like, mm-hmm. even if it yeah. didn't, because, because he was fouled. He, he was somewhat. He got, he got knocked over in an he innocuous got, area of the pitch. He, he got knocked over in an innocuous area of the pitch. And then he ran into Trent arm first. Yeah, yeah. He, he, did. Need to he do left do one it. on Trent, which, which, which happens in games of football. Right. Then, 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 Trent, then Trent comes back at him, like you know what I mean, like and then and then what you're gonna do? You, you're gonna let him bullet, let, let, Would would Trent do that in the tunnel? Would Trent didn't do that after the it. thing? He didn't need to do it, Lee. It. No, he, he didn't, didn't need to do it. But if the referee does his job and gives the foul in the first place, then there's none of none of these issues. He was frustrated with the foul. It's the heat of a battle of a game, right? I hear that. Uh, and 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 you know from from that point of view. Also, if I'm not correct in saying this, this happened right on the on, on the 18-yard box of their their pitch, right? Also, the second part of it is, where did it come down? Ben White, because why? Because he's on a booking that he should never have been on. That doesn't can't make a tackle in the game no more. And that is when we got caught. I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I'm I'm with you on the fact that he shouldn't have done it, uh, and and it was unnecessary. I'm going to go along with that. But don't tell me that was the reason that they scored the goal. Don't tell me it's the reason Anfield gets up for it because of that. That's crap. I've, that okay, all right, Lee. I was going to say, I, I've gone out of my way to show that I don't think that is why the goal has happened. I just think two things can be true. I, I think the goal, I don't blame on him. And, and maybe the raised atmosphere is a part of it. Jordan might feel differently. I still, though, ask why he needed to do it. Because people, oh, I get that. the main people I who are that. arguing with me in the comments, especially after the game, were saying, um, but it's passion. But you want the fight. But you want all that. I'm like, yeah, at nil-nil. When, you've got to, when, when, it, when it's a stalemate, when it's difficult, when you need that bit extra. Arsenal, all they need to do that in that position, composure, control their way through it, at least a fucking half-time, right? Do you and, know what? and I agree with you. Xhaka might be taking too much heat with, for it, and I love him, and I have done my bit to defend him on the goal, but I still think it was completely unnecessary. Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Spurs last year, where we were we were passion merchants and we got involved in a battle at White Hart Lane when we didn't need to. We didn't need to get into... There are some games, there are some games where heart, fight, passion and the will to fight and win is needed. Some games that is needed. And I want to see that from my guys. This was uh, not that game. Uh, 100% if it was agree, Saka yeah. or Martinelli, the younger ones, I could be maybe a little bit more, more, more forgiving. Not from him. 
Or, or it is, no. it is if you don't start it. Like you know, if Hendo if Hendo's come clattering into Zinchenko, I've got no issue with Xhaka barging into no. him and getting and making it heated. It, it's the Agreed. fact that he ignited it. And then for Started everyone who's it. saying, but you need that passion, you need that. I didn't see Arsenal go to Tottenham and kick him all over the place and leave one on him and all that. They went, they played their football, then they defended well and they got the win. I'd say it was a little bit like it was a little bit like. The game reminds me a little bit of the Chelsea versus Tottenham game. Do you remember when Tottenham were going for the title? They were two 0 up, and they got involved with with Chelsea's yeah. antics, and then it, uh, and it went there. I, I agree. I'm going to agree with you that it was unnecessary for him to do that, but I'm I'm, I'm not having it that that was the reason that they that, that they they got the goal. It was poor defending, boys. Let's get it down to the facts. Can I, can I ask a question? Who's you? picking up Salah? Is that to, is that to do with the crowd? Is that was that a bit unlucky. That was a bit unlucky. Shit shot kind of falls. Shit, yeah, a little bit. Of, uh, the defending was crap. I agree. Yeah, the, the the goal the goal was poorly defended. But let me ask you: Do you think? I mean, we'll never know. But do you think, on the balance of probability, Liverpool score a goal in that last? When was the goal scored, um, James? Forty-two. Yeah. So Liverpool right. score a goal if that kickoff hadn't have happened. You know that I I don't know you don't know that but what on the, ba- on the balance, prob- that, on the balance what, of probability probability yes because we we're, we're conceding chances Jordan we're conceding chances to him you know Salah went through one on one and he kicked the ball into you know with it, yeah. it was it was well, I'm looking at it and going what's it you see as Ramsdale saved it when you look at it, he's 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 kicked it five ten yards wide we was we was giving away chances. We wasn't as as I don't know why, I don't know why we wasn't like maybe because it is Anfield and whatever like you know I, I I'm not going to name drop but I will do like you know what I mean like talking to Stephen Gerrard after he he was saying who who it's just some just some uh, former Liverpool player Stephen does he know about forever Arsenal or is he, he another he, set? yeah like he, he said it you know I mean he says his his favourite's Jordan like you know what I mean? so, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's your, that's the but, fan you can remember, but, but, Jordan. But, <laughs> you finally yeah. found him. So that's him. That's wanted, him. He, that's he him. actually said he wanted a shout out. So a, a big shout out to Stephen. I remember his name, like you know. Oh, good. Yeah. So he he actually said when you play at Anfield, it's different to when you play away from home. He did say that, like you know what I mean. And, and so yes, you can go on about the crowd being wild up and everything like that. But there is at some point in that game that Liverpool were going to come out and everything like that, you know, I, I get the, the reason of that, but I don't think that that, you know, I'm having, I'm, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I've been to Anfield loads of times, you know, they have a tannoy put on to make their crowd fit. If you have a look at Jurgen Klopp, he thinks that Liverpool score a penalty because of there's, there's cheering going around the ground. Come on. The reason there's massive crowd going on because they've got speakers going around the ground and all that like, and it was Arsenal fans cheering. He thought it was Liverpool fans cheering. It's not as as big and as 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 uh, intimidating as what it is. Arsenal going to Tottenham's intimidating. You know what I mean? Like, I just think at the end of the day, yes, Granite Shaka got that wrong, but our defending on the day wasn't good enough. Yeah, it wasn't good enough. And you and know that's where that's what, where you see James when you said. Um, when I said, let, uh, I want to use that moment to fire us up more. Jordan said it. In the first 40 minutes, I think we were very good, considering this Anfield, considering this Liverpool. 
But like Lee said, it wasn't only Salah that had a one-on-one. Robertson pretty much had a one-on-one too. So yeah. up, on, up until that moment, if you look overall at, at big chances created that should be converted to goals, add the Jesus one at the back post for us, that's free for us. And really and truly, both Salah and Robertson should have scored from those positions. So there was, there was you yeah. know, defensive you know, lapses in concentration yeah, leading up to that point. Yeah, but the difference, yeah, Turkish, yeah. is that their two chances, and forgive, forgive me if I'm wrong here, those are the only two chances they had in that first half. Their two chances came from maybe a combo of poor defending and just, you know, they just happened to kind of get through. Whereas uh, the, the, where the, the latter chances clearly came from a team that were, that were being spurred on. There was an energy. I wasn't in the stadium, and I do agree with all three of you that there's a slight level of um, uh, hype about the Liverpool, the, the Liverpool energy, but it clearly, it clearly is a thing. And I'm just looking at the game in cold hard facts of before their first goal, bar those two chances, they were pretty non-existent, and the crowd, would, the crowd sensed it as well. After that incident, they were a different team. And I'm not saying I'm not equating the, what he did exactly to the goal because there was a few minutes gap. Granted, I'm just saying. I think James, you said it perfectly. Even if we don't know if that was the cause of the goal, why would you do it anyway? Why would you that. do it yeah, anyway? That, that's a great point. He shouldn't, shouldn't have done that. Player, I, I, I just don't get involved. I'm watching it thinking, please walk away. Please walk away. And he's walking to him. And I'm like, mate, you started it. You yeah. started it. Anyway, to be honest, it's not necessarily the walking away thing. I think he shouldn't have even bothered leaving one in on Trent to cause the issue because even walking away in that moment, you've already kind of too late. Cr- created a little moment for the fans to latch onto. But can I, can I say, yeah, I, I also think though, in defense of Xhaka, not in defense of the moment, but just for what the outcome of the game ended up being. I think Liverpool were going to find something to spur them on. And I know that that might just be wishful thinking. I just don't think they were going to roll over for us. But don't give it to them. If they find something, they find something. But don't give it to them. And the reason why I'm being so harsh on him is because I was actually a fan. If If this happened three years ago, I wouldn't even comment on this Turkish because I'd just be like, well, that's what he does. That's what he does. Why am I going to make a big deal of it? That's what he does. A dog barks. Move on. Whereas... The last 18 months, he's shown us that I'm not that guy anymore. So I'm like, what are you doing? But anyway, I've said my piece. He played really well can other I, than that I, moment, can I, can I, can I say? Can I say something about I him thought he did. Can it's I say something in his defence? He'd done exactly the same thing at Chelsea when when, when we was beating Chelsea he did. one time. He did, he did. He did. And, he did. And, and, and nothing happened in it, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's, just, it's not Anfield. It's not, you know, but like, it's still with one nil up, and it's just because they scored afterwards, everybody's going to jump on it. And I just feel that's a little bit harsh on him. Like, I get why he done it, yeah, a little bit of frustration and everything like that. And, and, and in hindsight, he'd probably think, well, maybe, maybe he shouldn't have done it. But I, I also have to say this: we have been bullied many and many a times all over these grounds over the years. We're not going to be bullied no more. So when someone comes in and has a little kick at you, we're not going to, we're not going to let, let it happen. Like, you know, I yeah. do kind of like that. Guys. I, I, I would. I, I, not, not, not when you're, not when you're winning, what is it? Winning the battle. We might have lose the war, no, lose the battle, but win the war. Listen, so you can, you can have a little kick at us. You can bully us, but we'll take the three points. Yes. But in times that's not happened, children. I remember going to uh, Newcastle with 4-0 up when they started bullying us and ended up 4-4. Four, four. 
there are times when other teams have bullied us and got back into games because of that. I, I get what you're saying, but somewhere along the yeah, line, also, we've got to stop and go, right, I'll tell you what, we are 2 new up. You're not going to bully us. You're not going to do this and you're not going to do that. Like yeah. where in the past it's happened. It, 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 I, you know, it's, it's happened. I don't think we should be pulling a pillar about from it, really. Um, and I, I, I'm going to be really honest. I've been a bit disappointed with a lot of Arsenal fans criticising so many things about the Arsenal. I've seen Odegaard being criticised. I've seen Martinelli being uh, criticised for what he'd done. Like, even people saying Saka had a poor game and all that, like, you know. Wasn't great. Come on, come on. He wasn't. Good. He wasn't that goodly. He, he wasn't that great. But we're still a. You know, he's been bloody brilliant most of the season. Wait, but, but, but we're reviewing the game, and on the yeah. game, Saka I'll was get... not brilliant. No, he was he not wasn't. Martinelli. Uh, I know that unpopular no, opinion, but that's sorry. where. Um, so I'm. I'm being awful with interrupting today. Um, I'm really sorry. But what Lee just said there about. Um, I guess what degree of pride you might have in the team or, or getting onto the players, or whatever. I got a lot of stick on Twitter for saying that I was proud of the team. And people kind of misinterpreted that as me saying, ah, 2 0 up, but 2 2 is fine. I wasn't saying that. No. no I saw a team that actually, let's call that second half what it was total chaos. <laughs> it was mad. There was no structure, there was no organization. I didn't see a solid two banks of four. I, it was mad. But what I did see was every single player actually just trying to get the team through it in their own way. Yeah. It was Gabriel trying to get his head on whatever he could. It was Rob Holding trying to just get stuck in wherever he could. It was White on a yellow card trying to do what he could be. He didn't have a great game. You know, it was just, it was carnage. But I didn't think they ever shied away from it, the players. Maybe as a collective, tactically, as a group, completely fell apart. We conceded way too many chances to Liverpool. But I don't think the players shied away from it. And and I, I had a degree of respect for that because I have seen players... I've, I've seen Mustafi get bumped in the back and concede a goal in a cup final. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's I, actually it's nice a, to see them battling I, I think Mikel's got to take a little bit of a blame for this game. I've got to say that. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are quick to, to, to praise him, and rightly so. But I felt that the game was going away from us yesterday and he didn't do nothing about it. Um, you know, I look at Van Dyke and, and Arnold. Uh, we're both on bookings. We never really went at them second half. I felt that we was a little bit conservative in, yeah. in our performance second half. I actually said to, to a fellow at half-time, he said, what do you reckon? I said, 4-1. I, I felt that we would come back out and really go at them. And we never did. And then the, the substitution was so negative. But listen, you know... Lee, can you expand on that? Because I heard a lot of people criticising the substitution. I thought that was harsh. I, thought, I didn't see that. I didn't understand the heat that he got for the. I, 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 I see. I, I see. I, I felt that um, Tierney probably could have. When you're two one up, and you're you're under the pump, what do you need? Shinchenko jumping into midfield and uh, and and trying to get a third or or, or a Tierney that's going to lock up shop. I felt that that was probably the right thing to do. But then to bring on the centre half for for Ulegaard, I I'm. I'm I'm, well, I've not seen that all season. Why in that game? And I think if you're going to if you're going to take the card off, bring on another midfield player or something like can, that. Can I tell you why I think he did that? I, I think I don't know for sure, Lee, but I think he did that because if you look at how Liverpool were creating a lot of their chances, they were diags. If you look at the goal they ended up scoring, it's a cross from it's a, it's a diagonal cross. Yeah, look, there was another there was another chance that came from a diag as well. They did they, they didn't score. I think he and look at their squad. Van Dijk is six foot plus. Um, Gakpo is six foot plus. Nunez is six foot plus. Firmino is definitely five eleven. 
they've got some tall Henderson is 5'11. Canate. So I Canate is definitely six foot. So I think he just thought they're gonna they're gonna pump it long. And I need someone in there that's got a bit of an aerial presence. But so know, I thought he got go on, Sergio. Like you're right in thinking that. You're you're right in thinking that, but it's one thing thinking and it's one thing knowing. And what I do know watching that second half is we were getting exposed down our left-hand side. The reason Zinchenko's in that position is to overload midfield and get control. We had no control in that second half. I agree that. I agree. And also our attacking players couldn't really hold on to the balls much to, to relieve, of, relieve us of the pressure. So for me, it should have been Tierney on a lot sooner than he came on. And it should have been... Um, Trossard on as well to try, you know, because Trossard's got good feet. He keeps the ball well. He can, you know, mm-hmm. create something out of nothing. I think those two players should have come on a lot earlier than they did. And, you know, in the end, we do concede down that left-hand side. You know, a nutmeg, very unfortunate for Zinchenko there. You saw how upset he was about it on the bench. But I agree with what you're thinking. But I was watching it and saying to myself, this has to change. And Lee's kind of right. Because we could have brought, we could have brought Tierney on and still gone to a back five in some in some form. Zinchenko does like slotting into the midfield, but I'm sure he could slot in. Tierney could slot into the left of a back three, and then that allows Zinchenko a bit more, a bit more cover on that left hand side. Regardless, Kivio has never appeared in the Premier League, so for him to come on against Liverpool at Anfield, two one down, with Maybe the pressure, straight yeah. Out yeah. Mm. With all that pressure on him, it, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. yeah Listen, I'm not criticising Mikel. He, he, he's, he's earned the right to, to, well, are, to do what he good. wants to do and whatever, like, you know what I mean? I just felt that um, it, it, you, you, you summed it up really well. We, we, we had no control. We needed to get back the control somewhere. And if not the control, then make sure you don't don't lose. And I, I do think with Shinchenko, listen, the reason we're two new up is because he's going into those positions and all that. But once you're two new up or two one, and you want to hold on to it, right? Get back in and deploy, play a back four, make it hard to break down, like you know. And I, I felt we didn't do that in this game. And, and also, Jorginho might have been a better option mm, because he's yeah, someone with yeah. experience, composure yeah, in the yeah. middle. But right. it is what I, it is. Yeah, it would have probably I, been better, yeah. Jorginho. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. But listen. I, Hindsight's a wonderful thing. I just don't think we were ever getting control back in that. No, game. I don't. I, I think we. You're I, right, James. I think whatever we, 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 we do, it was. We were going to hang on for two one, weren't we? We were trying to hang on for a two one. Like, you know. If you ignore, if you ignore lockdown football, you know, even Man City have never been able to control um, Liverpool at Anfield. Mm. Not in the Jurgen Klopp era. Mm. I, I, I just think. I know we're looking at Liverpool, who are eighth and don't have Mane and all that. Or you could look at it as Liverpool, the group without okay without Mane, but the same manager and ninety eight percent the same group that went and won everything, everything we're hoping this team can achieve. That group have done it, and I just think strap in. I think that's just what it was. Just that's what it was going to be. I, I think we need to be better on the counter, better on the counter because they were always going to have us backs against the wall at some point. Yeah, we did do that in the second half, James, didn't we? Didn't really no, we look didn't. We, didn't. we didn't really look like you when you've got Saka and you've got Martinelli and, and they're chucking everything in here. The counter attack needs to be, be be precise. It was poor. It was poor like you the, know they I mean? were um I thought by the way I thought Jesus was unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah. in the game. Um I thought Saka and Martinelli who were excellent 
um, in the first half, especially, especially Martinelli, thought second half, some real, real wasted counter-attacking opportunities. Yeah. A- and mainly through not just being decisive enough and playing that pass. You know, it... <laughs> It's harsh. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be critical. These two are amazing. I really think we've got two absolute gems, um, and they are a big part of why we're tuning up in the first place. Um, but I, I felt maybe the nerves got to them a little bit. Almost like with every chance, they. It's almost like they believed that was their last chance. You know, they were counterattacking like they didn't want to get it wrong. And I've seen other teams, and I, I hate them both. But Tottenham and Man United, yeah, they've always been good. lethal. It's always been two, three passes. It's never been three, four touches and then a pass and then yeah. holding the ball and then trying to beat a player and then trying to cross it. It's never. It's cutthroat. It's bam, bam, bam. I think. I, I think. Um, on Martinelli, I've, I think I've worked out why I'm so hard on him, but I think it's because I believe that his ceiling actually might be higher than Saka's. I think Saka will have the better career, but I look at Martinelli and think you could actually be a top five, top ten player in the world. Um, I think he's got that ceiling there. And although he got an assist and a goal in the game, and defensively, I think he did a good job. I still just want a little bit more from him. And I know mm. that people are going to be really hard on me for that. I, I would, if I'm Martinelli, I'm saying to every player on the team, he's on a yellow card now. Give him the ball. Give me the ball. I'm running at this guy every single time I can. I'm getting him sent off. And people won't like me saying that. But if I'm Martelli, my thinking is, I'm getting you sent off. I'm getting you sent off because you're already riled up. You're on a booking. We know you can't defend. And I've got pace to burn. And I've got quick feet. And I would have liked him to have just been the guy to have won us that game. That pass at the end that, that where he didn't pass it to Saka. I was upset for two reasons. One, because the pass... Was, was was a bad pass. But could you argue it was even the wrong pass? Because Trossard mm. is in even more space on the left-hand side where you pass it as Trossard, Trossard passes it across, Saka taps it into a in, into a virtually an empty net. So I just thought those are the moments that I just think he's got still quite a lot to learn, even though his goal output this season has improved. Two quick points. The refereeing got a lot of criticism. And I didn't understand why. And also, I thought um, Ramsdale got massively overpraised. But let's do, can we do referees first? Referees and I just touched on Martinelli because. Sorry, sorry, sorry. A lot of people leading up to the game, you know, when asked about what you'd play front three wise, everyone that would go with Trossard tended to say Martinelli would be the one to start on the bench. But you mentioned two of our, our best players, our youngest players, Saka and Martinelli. I just feel like Martinelli, he doesn't get praised enough. Yeah, um, I, I feel like Martinelli is not valued as much as Saka is. And this is our top scorer this season. This is the guy that got a goal. He got an assist against Liverpool at Anfield. He's the guy that always turns up at Anfield. And don't get me wrong, when he had the opportunity to make that pass, I actually disagree with Jordan. I think he could have passed it to Trossard and it could have resulted in a goal. But he that was the right pass. Saka was in so much space that a simple ball into him, a couple of touches considering Alisson was already expecting it to go through, we, we would have won that game. But he'd done enough in that game for me to not look at him and say he he needs to do more. In all honesty, Saka was the quiet one in that game. And that's not me getting on Saka's back. No, no, no. no. I just feel like, you know, because Saka's English and he's a Hayland product, he gets a bit more leeway than maybe a Martinelli who, as soon as he does one bad thing, it's like, oh, look, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm being deliberately harsh, Turkish, because like I said at the start, 
I want to I want to be with you guys on Islington High Road when that trophy parade goes from Islington Town Hall to the Emirates Stadium. I don't want to watch Sky Sports News and see those lot up in Manchester outside that crappy Town Hall celebrating three trophies in a row. I want to win this title, and for me, it's the fine margins. And yeah. I'm being deliberately harsh. I am being deliberately harsh. I accept that, but I think we have to be. We can't just say, "Oh, yes, yeah, great point." On to the next one. We need to say no. If that's the other way around, Liverpool are coming to the Emirates and winning that match. They're winning that. They're finding a way to win that match. So why are we being nice and kind and saying, "Oh, a draw. Oh, Martinelli. Oh, so... no. We, we need to be killers." So I'm being deliberately harsh, but I think we have to be harsh if we want to really hold hold off this Manchester City team. Yeah, and G- Gabriel had a header as well that he should have he should have buried well. Yeah, yeah, that. mate. Yes, the header. Six, yeah. six yards out, Turkish. It's it straight the goalkeeper. I just think I didn't, and I know this is a long way to go, and I know everyone's going to go, "Oh, your standards." I just I didn't expect a team that was this young, especially a big core of it, to be as competitive as they've been. Well, they were brilliant for so much of the game. Okay, Martin gets a pass wrong. Could have done a little bit better on the counter. Okay, we conceded, you know, some sloppy chances, but I'm I, I am more proud of the team for the fight and. People might say characters are weird things. We tune up, and I kind of hear that, but it could have been worse. <laughs> like I really think, I really think they all stood up to their task. It was just a mess of a game, and they they came through out with something. It's um, a, point, it's, a, a it's, point to Anfield is a good point, but I still think it's two points dropped. It's what's on the line that's caused more of the yeah. That's, that's a great point, it, if it was, if this was a top four race, and we get a point at Anfield in the manner that we did in terms of mm-hmm. being the better team off for forty minutes. And Liverpool were the better for 50, then we're looking at this result in a much better light. It's the fact that number one, we're going for a Premier League title. Number mm-hmm. two, it's against the Manchester City side that, like Jordan said, you've got to be pretty much perfect to. They're not to going to drop points, mind. are they? They're not going to drop points. That's how you've got to look at it now. They're not going to drop points. You so know, we've got we've tough. got six, we've got eight games left. This didn't dawn on me till today. Um, if we draw at the Etihad, by the way, I think that's very possible. And we draw a Newcastle. We yeah, still win the league. Yeah. It's, there's, there's e- so even if they win all their games. Yeah. Well, apart from the draw against us, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Because because the gap is six. They it's, yeah. yeah. So the gap is six. If they win their game in hand, that's three. Yeah. If we draw Not them, that remains three. And then if we draw with Newcastle, that gives us a point to fourth, and they capitalise our drop points and they cut it by three, a point ahead. Yeah. We, we, we've got to go to we've got to go to the Etihad and get a result, but. To be honest, that was always the case anyway, wasn't it? it was. I, don't think it I don't think it was. No, it that, was. That, that's what, who was think thinking, was. our defeat's fine? Who was, who was going, yeah, we can lose no, this no, game? No, no, no. And obviously, no one's thinking that. I'm saying, if we beat Liverpool, we can afford to lose at the Etihad. We can afford a loss there. Yeah, I get you. That's what I'm saying. We could have, we could have, that game could be a game where we want to try and win it. But if we don't, we're still in control. Yeah, I get that, now, not... we have to get minimum a draw. Not really, because if we won at Liverpool and they win their game in hand, let's call it five points, they beat us at the Etihad, that's cut to two points, then Newcastle still a must win, if that makes sense. Newcastle still a must win because then if we draw Newcastle, that becomes a point and they make that up with goal difference. Yeah, so so, 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 chances. so you know, actually, we still needed we still needed something at the Etihad either yeah. way. We, we need something at there, like, and, and, and you're right, James. We're good enough to go there and get something. I, yeah. I, I think the only the only points that Man City are going to drop this season, 
now will be if anybody is against us. I think we we they 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 ain't gonna slip up. You know, I've got, so. I, I think they will. I've got. I've I've got high hopes that they will, but that's all they are hopes. <laughs> if I'm honest, um, big up um big up Rory who was on AFTV for his uh, watch along debut. Uh, he tweeted that if you look at their last five run-ins, when they've got to the last eight games or nine games as they're in now, they have dropped points in five points. All of them, bar yeah, they've dropped five or more points in all of them, but one, and that was the eighteen nineteen season where it was them and Liverpool back and forth and all that. But listen, I'm sure I've jinxed it, but interesting. Uh, my last point was about Rambo. And I know I'm not going to be in the majority here. I think he was man of the match. But those two saves at the end, unbelievable. They were. You're a hater, man. There was one of them was unbelievable. The one that he flicked for his fingers round, round the post. That's an insane save. The others, come on. Uh, come, come on, on like, one on. What, what, come on, it. guys. Come on, guys. Come on, Jordan. Like, you know, no, I'm, I'm, it's a good save. It's not. It's not an unbelievable save. It's a dramatic save. It's in the 95th minute, but that's in the fourth minute. No one's making a big deal of it. Listen, on, I guys. thought it was a goal when it when it got, went across there. And it should the, have been the, a one, goal. the one with a tip tip over. I, I'm, I'm, I thought it was in. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was in. It's a great save, you know what I mean? But listen, I get what you're saying, Jordan. That's what he's there to do. He's there to make saves. That's part of his job. But I, I, I think at the end of the day, that the second save is, you know. No, nah, he worked. He worked overtime. You, you add. You add the um, the Nunes. The Nunes one. Yeah. He stayed on his yeah. feet. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with was, you, James. I thought, he, I was thought he was sensational. Yeah, and I'm going to use the the hyperbolic big words. I, honestly, I, I think that was. Look, we keep talking about could that be the game where we drop, you know, where the title's lost by a point or whatever. Let me tell you now. Let me tell you right now. If we lose the title by a single point, it will not be because we oh, drew yes, at Anfield. Oh, no, yes, it will. It yes, it will. and I'll tell you, I'll love it if we come on it, here, James, and I will rub it in your face and tell it will you be. that was the game we lost the title. Well, what a great fan you are. It will be because of Lino. It will be because a guy on VAR yeah. decided to go take a shit while he was meant to be do, drawing the lines. That's not a true story, by the way, before anyone starts running that. He decided not to do his job and draw Don't the worry, lines. Don't it worry, it, it won't be in the mail sport tomorrow, James. I won't quote yeah. it by James on AFC. Yeah. Don't worry, you're good, you're good. <laughs> James says... <laughs> Yeah, but it will come down to that in the end. It what the linesman was really doing? No, it, it will. Sky Sports look. sources. <laughs> yeah, but, look, but, but stories enough, isn't it? That will, that will, that will be the moment. And, and and by the way, it will also be because we played terribly at Everton. It will also be because we couldn't get it. There'll be lots yeah. of other things. I will not point at this game with the chances Liverpool had. How difficult a place Anfield is to come. I will not look at it just because we were tuning up and go. That was the day. <clears throat> you know, it, on another day. It doesn't bobble off um, Emmy Martinez's head and go in the back of the net. Yeah. You know, it ju- I, I just think swings around about this guy. So what? What I sense from the conversation so far, because we're fifty-two minutes in, is we're, we're very disappointed, very frustrated to say the least. That you know, we, we could have taken three points from Manfield. Um, there's a mix of okay, we got a point, let's keep it moving, or there's the perspective that we might look at this one in a few weeks and say that's where. You know the, the the crumble began, um, 
But in all reality, we've got to dust ourselves off and and move forward. And we've got West Ham away next. We've got West Ham away in Southampton before the Etihad trip. And we've just got to, you know, we've got to learn from this. Two games, Turkish. We've got to win them. Yeah, six out of six. That's what we need. So West Ham away, you know, what what what, what do, do I even ask about lineups? Considering if Saliba's back, he'll go straight back into the team. I'm assuming all four of us will agree there. In terms of the front three, I'm not too sure someone would want to break up the Tross um, the, the the Saka Martinelli Jesus front three. Midfield picks itself. I, I, I think he might Turkish. I think he might drop um, Jesus and start Trossard. I, I think I, I've got a feeling he might he might go Trossard in this game. And also, mm. I'm not convinced that Saliba starts. I, I'm, I'm getting a bit. I'm, I'm, I think James alluded to it in the last pod. I'm, I'm getting a bit concerned about the Saliba thing now. Listen, if he starts, happy days. If he's fit, throw him in. I'm not convinced that he, he definitely starts on Sunday. I think he was just short for this one. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Honestly, um, we'll find that more. Obviously, we're recording this very early in the week. I, I, I think Jesus might be left out of a Southampton game because that's that's four four days five days before. Man City. Okay. Okay. But I and think they're playing this one, keep his fitness going and all yeah. that. And then yeah. maybe resting for that one. Yeah. I think that's what they might do. That's it. That's the one. Trossard's been too good to leave out the team, really. Yeah. Obviously he did for Anfield and I understood it. Um what a flick, by the way. I know I know Martinet yeah. didn't take it, but that was a good Oh yeah, time. yes, it was. It was. It, it was, was sensational till 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 the, the burners win. Perfect it, it weighted. Perfect. No, I mean the Trossard flick. The, the Trossard one he's talking about. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, even Jesus, yeah, wow. You know, like, some good depth like, there. We're very fortunate. We've got four very, very good front runners now. Like you know, what I mean, like if if Trossard plays in that game and you left out one of the others, you wouldn't be moaning about it. Yeah. He's, he's 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 done fantastically well. But I think that you know, it, 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 somehow we've got to get Jesus up and running for 70, 80 minutes instead of 50, 60. That's, yeah. that's the goal I think now. He is. I think he is. I think Arteta didn't really know who to bring off in the front line to add a bit of... And he went with Trossard because that that's kind of what the three's been. I think she just could have seen out that game. No, I think I think, I think there was time. I think when you look at that, when you look at that flick moment, when he, you know, flicked it over, um, who was it, Thiago? Yeah. Flicked it over to Martinelli. I was I was waiting for Jesus to enter the picture in terms of you know running onto it. Yeah, waiting, he wasn't waiting, waiting, really? and he never Fair came enough. into the picture. And I feel like that was the, you know, Fair. the lack yeah. of match fitness and whatnot that that came Fair. back. To. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hence why for me he starts against West Ham and comes yeah. on against Southampton. Um, that'll probably be my my you know. I believe he's got to get back to his boy. He's got to have a couple of games under his belt before City. Yeah. Yeah, at, at, at yeah, because he, he didn't be at Southampton. He's got to play against Southampton. I think we were only just starting to see the best of Saliba the last maybe three, four yeah. games. Actually, he returned yeah. a bit rusty from the World Cup, so that's a good point. I, I think, I think I'm with I'm with Turkish. I think Saliba was close. I kept saying on the previews, and it was just prediction. I've never claimed to have any sources like Lee judges, um, but I always thought that he'd be okay for Liverpool, um, and I think he was just short. I really do. I think he was. I think they had hope. And Arteta hinted someone's close, but yeah, neither, neither Saliba or Nketiah were on the bench. So um, whoever he was insinuating was close. Um, we still don't know. We'll find out this week. Can I Let's just say, on. Go on. sorry, just before you bring it up, just, just briefly on the next two games, 
obviously City is the focus now, but we really have to focus on these next two games. On paper, you think Arsenal should win those games. Everyone's talking about that game with Arsenal getting six points between now and then. But they're two massive games, man. And if the club has shown us one thing this season, it's the ability to respond after a defeat or a setback. So they've given me faith that they will get six points from six points. But the Southampton game, I'm less concerned about. The West Ham game, I am concerned about. Because if we don't win that game, and if we lose that game, we're in big trouble then. We yeah, have to get, from, in, in, in my opinion, we need to get to the City game with the current gap as it is or better. 100%. We have to protect that, but if we don't get six points between now and the City game, that's it. That's it. I, 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 I don't think we're done, but uh, I still think we're, I still think we win the title. Don't, I do. If we win, but I think less so than I did twenty four hours ago. Don't we? Sorry, if we if we win our games for the City game, we extend our lead, right? Even yeah, though that yeah. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So they got yeah, an FA Cup like game. Yeah. Lose against West Ham, lose against Southampton, or lose against uh, Man City. I, I don't think we win the league, boys. It's as simple as that. Though. You know, you've got to have a reality. <laughs> there it is. You know, we've got to win our next two games to go to City, and we've got to go there and get something from that City game. Got to go there and get something. We're I'd, capable of doing it. I'd throw in draw against West Ham, draw against Southampton, and I'm yeah, anything. Yeah. We've got to yeah, we've yeah. got to win our next two games and then go and get a point. Uh, no, I think four points is in terminal, but four points then means you've got a BC. Yeah, four points for the next two means you have to you have to go and, you have to then go and beat City. Otherwise, a draw and the title's done. So yeah. four points is in terminal. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'd say you have to, you'd have to beat City or Newcastle, but still get at something from City. But it gets all technical. Then listen, we got to get six out of six. That's all I'm six saying. Out of six. Next there we go. There we go. When's um, when's Champions League confirmed, guys? This is too stressful. <laughs> where's it, where's the original target? Four points. Like someone <laughs> said today. Four more uh, points. Four more points. Can I, I will, it's funny, right? I was thinking the other day. Last season, and this is nothing to do with how you feel Arsenal should be and where they should be as a club, but I was thinking the other day that last year, I had no hopes for Arsenal changing to the Champions League. I just thought we were so off it the year before. And we're disappointed because we missed out on it just. And I had no thoughts Arsenal changed for the title this year. And we might miss out on it just. And that would feel really disappointing at the end of the season where we might have actually blown away what I expected Arsenal or hoped Arsenal to do this season. And... I don't know. It's just interesting how when you get the taste of, you know, you get the taste of champagne or something. I don't know what's the saying. You know, some, some kind of saying. <laughs> There's a saying in there yeah. somewhere. You've been used There's to Vimto, and now you're getting champagne and you're drunk. You know, tactical inside that one, wouldn't you? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're a bit too. Well, similar. it's already out, and I'm sure you've watched it, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's bring up the prediction table. Um, there's been some change. A couple correct scores. Human, human. James both predicted the two-two. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck about this. I'd rather the three. When we went two 0 up, in my head I said Lee, Lee and Jordan are gonna be doubly excited because not only are we getting three points at Anfield, they're also gonna get a point more than me in the prediction table, and I didn't give a fuck. I actually didn't give a fuck when it was two two and it ended like that. I just thought, why oh, did? I'm not gonna do a Jordan and go into WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a competitor. What can I say? I want both. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Now. Put, putting I'm the done. eye emoji. 
yeah, five, yeah. five <laughs> points now that you know what I mean. I'll, I'll listen, yeah, two, two, you know, when it, even at 2 1, I know Jordan was winning it. I, I, I'm saying, like, go on, Jordan, far, go away. you know what I mean. I, I, you know, yeah, there you go. Here we go. Ah, I, could cool, end up, I could end up bottom there, like James is actually come, coming close now, like, you know he is, yeah. He's he's doing a he's doing a Crystal Palace. He's doing a Villa. He's catching that, you up. Yeah. You win. If, if, I, if I end up in full from Queen, all right. I can't don't care. <laughs> don't care. Um, don't care. Although if I finish above Lee, then Sharoy is taking his place. <laughs> <laughs> the relegation comes into play. Uh, people who oh, listen to audio platforms, we are available on audio platforms, people. So remember that sometimes the show does come out on audio platforms before the YouTube channel. So make sure you're following us there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, so on. Um, 41 games played. Thank you to the um, person in the comments last time out that yeah. clarified that because, yeah, there was a game missing from the games played. But I've gone through all the predictions and the points are all tallied up correctly. So is there, some, is, there, might, is there some dodgy shit going on here, Turkey? No, no. To, I think that's when I was inquiry, but, uh... <laughs> I think when I was hosting, I, I didn't tell them to add another one to the games played. Happening here, do I have to put a call in? Lean, speak to the you can, do, you can do what you like, mate. You're lucky to be where you are. <laughs> uh, so we've played 41, we've predicted 41. I'm top with 38 points and four correct scores. Jordan's in second, 35 points and four correct scores. Lee's on 33 points in third place, and James, I was also predicting the 2 2 result, is now on 31 points. So, yeah, it is tight from second to fourth. Um, Feels but good, we'll yeah. keep it. No, 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 it's time between third and fourth. They're, yeah, not, they're, yeah. not, they're, not, they're not in my rear, rear view mirror, Turkish. I'm very much focused on you. Don't try and drag me into their carry on checking, carry on checking. <laughs> blind spot, I'm just Check delighted. Blind spot. <laughs> I'm just delighted. Sheroy's got no points on the board, so I'm all right. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Top, top four secured. Seal. Ah, <laughs> uh, West Ham away. First in Turkish now, then, like, you know, so that, that didn't last long, did it? I can't <laughs> it didn't, Jordan. Two weeks. It didn't. Yeah, um, it lasted about as long as uh, the bloke's <laughs> name did in his head. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> no time at all. Oh, Lee okay. killed me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. Weeks. Actually, you know, like he actually like last one week international break. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Like, you know I mean? I'm gonna go three-one oh, Arsenal. Jordan, um, I'm concerned. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm going one-nil Arsenal. I don't think this is this is an easy game at all. I think it's gonna be a dirty one-nil. One-nil away from home, <clears throat> Lee. Two-nil. 2-0, James. What did you say to Turkish, sorry? 3-1. I'm backing the boys to respond. 3-0. To West Ham. Three <laughs> 0 <laughs> <laughs> to Arsenal. Come on, we're here for a ride now. Come on, let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's respond, boys. Everyone's got wins predicted just to round that up i've gone for 3-1 jordan's gone for 1-0 lee's gone for 2-0 and james has gone for 3-0 so four different predictions all wins we'll see how that affects the prediction table next week but last and not least comments of the daytime it was a good pod last time a lot of good comments last time out look jordan's excited to 
Yeah, we'll go find mine. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. <laughs> you guys can kick off. You guys kick off. Oh, kick off then. Right. New show name suggestion. Three hats and a twat. <laughs> 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 it's all love, Jordan. We appreciate you like that. We, well, obviously, me, we all had hats on and Jordan didn't like, you know, in the last one. That so would, would, that, would that make it one hat and three twats now? Yeah, well, yeah, we could do now, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like. <laughs> or or a, twi- a twat and a hat, but whatever you like. <laughs> well, I'm saying that was a very good one. I thought that was very funny. So you take take my one there, like, you know? I had that one screenshotted as well. I can't lie. Did you? Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to rub salt in the wounds. And Peter here is my comment of the day. And he said, I actually want Jordan to win and humble and humble these lot, Turkish and Lee especially. Yeah. Well, that right. ain't happening that's no more, right. is it? I've got a few here. I've got one here. Love from Malaysia. Waiting for the podcast every week. Best show on AFTV. Because of my man, King Jordan. You can find the other three friends everywhere, every day in Arsenal fan channels. But King Jordan only appears in this castle once per week. My man. Uh, another one here. Uh, I'll have one like that. I mean, why don't you pick yourself up? And why don't you forget, <laughs> don't forget your own name, do you? Like? <laughs> well, as you mentioned that, Jordan J. Bryan shouting out his only fan in the world that he met in the streets. Shout out to my big fan, he who shall not be named. Uh, if I meet Jordan, I will give him my, my autograph and tell him I'm your big fan. And here's my autograph so you won't forget my name in the future. And the last one was, personally, I see similar character arc between he who shall not be named and Jordan. Uh, I'm, I'm glad and you also, brought a wide. I'm glad you brought a wide perspective of comments covering. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, yeah. course, always, always. Well, I've got balance. Here. I've got balance here. Jordan has yeah, to go, well, you're man. A this. Go- this well, no, close. Jordan has to go, man. This guy isn't an Arsenal fan. He's just here because he's Robbie's friend. He's a talk sport <laughs> man. Then gets his opinions from that Durham fella. So just to prove that not everybody loves me, there's a couple in there that that, that obviously would like well, me to be off. The spot. No most proof. of them do. We don't need no proof. We get it on the streets every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have got and I have got some shout outs. So first of all, I want to shout out my man Michael. He works, oh. I bumped into you outside my office. He works for Royal Mail. Big him up. He's a big fan of the, of the pod. You're lucky, you Michael. I remembered you. Love, love, love. He said to me, he said to me, if you forget my name, think of Michael Jordan. That is the only reason I remember the guy's first name. So, well done, him. Oh. And also, you. you had to bring Jordan into it, didn't you? Like, you know what I mean? so. Of course. And then the other shout-out was, I was at, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, it was a food festival in Hackney. And it was about five different people that were big fans of the podcast, were shouting us out. Black Eats, what was it called? Black Eats Food. Anyway, uh, East London Festival, Food Festival, on the weekend. Love the pod. Shout out to everybody on the pod. They love it. Keep up the good work. Sorry, so five people just all at once came up. No, there were just five groups. different people that, oh, yeah, Jordan, yeah, 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 you're the, you're the good one on AFTV. Oh, big up, big up. Yeah, <laughs> so one. you're walking through, <laughs> just trying to have some time to yourself, but everyone couldn't help but yeah, rise. James, I'm, I'm a man of the people. We were walking through, just waving to everyone. Thank you, thank you, everyone. <laughs> yes, yes, it is me. I am doing that wave. Just minding my business. Just minding my business. You know what I mean? Anyway, cool. Well, just the seven shout-outs and eight comments from me. <laughs> um, James, easily the best on the channel. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, from I like unknown. this one. <laughs> 
James, if the other three weren't on the podcast, I'd still watch it just you. I thought that was a really <laughs> nice one. Really, really good. Um, I'll save you all was the rest. Was that from Graham? <laughs> yeah. <I'll... laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's me, is it? I was going to say, I was actually seriously going to say thank you to everyone for the very kind comments. Everyone enjoyed my jokes at the beginning. Maybe I've got a, they did, a, a they career did. in oh, it. I've got to say, that was brilliant. Well, You've thank you. Well there, was, there was a um, lot of love for that. There was a lot of love, lot of love for that. That was brilliant. And uh, uh, Saurav, I hope I pronounced that right, says Jordan's got one fan and he's imaginary. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Much love for the US. It's no shame. (laughs) Well done. All right, cool. So we've done predictions. We've discussed Liverpool. We've we've predicted West Ham. We've done the comments of the day, and I think that's about it, lads. We've passed the hour mark. Um, We seem to be doing that quite often, people. But you also seem to be hitting that like button and leaving your comments regularly. Thousand likes, people. Leave your comments for comments of the day because we will be back next week after the West Ham game and before the Southampton game. Don't forget the Southampton game is on a Friday night. So, yeah, make sure you're here. Make sure you're subscribed. Notification bell on and you'll see everything coming out thick and fast, people. Love for the love. Love to Jordan. Love to Lee and love to James. Lee, carry on enjoying your holiday. James, I'll see you soon. And Jordan, um, we'll talk again as well, my guy. Always, always, always. And do what you're doing. Uh, People, we're out. And like I said, we are back again real soon, as usual. Hopefully, Arsenal bounce back. If you need, if you, if you think we need to bounce back from a point, I feel it just shows how far we have come. Love for the love, people. We're at peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.